Hello and welcome to the debut episode of Get It Whacked, the Macclesfield Cricket Club podcast. Over the coming weeks and months, we intend to go behind the scenes of Mac CC and meet some of the players and characters at the club, find out some of the things about them you never knew, or most likely never wanted to know, and above all, hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our first guest. He is a very big unit, loves a beer, has absolutely no concept of personal space, and will at some point, hopefully in the not too distant future, be making his debut as first team captain. Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll please. I give you Mr. James Cross. Crossy, how are we doing? Hey, Miles, you all right? I'm very good, mate. Uh, how, how are we adjusting to the new world we all live in? Oh, it's all good. I've been doing it for a week so far, so uh, obviously slightly different. No cricket, no sport in general. A little bit disappointing, but we carry on. Excellent. Um, and uh, just tell everyone what you do when you're not playing cricket. Uh, so I'm a teacher um, of mathematics at Titherington. Which, frankly, is a horrifying thought. Um, but that being said, I have heard you adding up and you are considerably better at it than me which is not saying a lot but uh, fair play to you um, and how, how long have you been a teacher crossy um this is my first year so i've been uh, i've been training for a year before that um and i did training around macclesfield as well so i've had the full tour of macclesfield schools up to now I'm sure that's uh, uh, there are a lot of things you could tell us about a lot of things we probably won't get into today um Kind of moving on more to the cricket-based stuff. Uh, so when did you uh, when did you first start playing cricket? Um, oh, probably from when I was about three or four. Um, when I was around my nana and granddad's house, we used to sort of like play on the drive, uh, on the driveway. Yeah. Um, just sort of like with a tennis ball and and a bat, and I I always got shouted at for sort of like trying to hit it onto the road and stuff. I'm assuming you were a you were a pretty big unit even as a three year old, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and were you were you getting it whacked at the age of three or? Uh, I was trying, yeah, certainly. Um, yeah. Sort of growing up um, during primary school, I've got I've got fun memories of being out in the driveway before school, sort of like seven half seven, um, getting my granddad to sort of like throw me tennis balls and me trying to uh, hit them. <laughs> so that's, smoke it into Bollington. Um, uh, very good. Well, for Ivy Road, that'd be a good. That'd be a good effort. <laughs> um, so, how long have you been at Macclesfield Cricket Club? Um, one year. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got the elephant out of the room already. Uh, yeah. Before, be before your um, soiree elsewhere, how long have you been? Um, so I have played there since I was nine. Mm -hmm. um, so at the time there wasn't an under nine side so I remember playing uh, for the under 11s uh, when I was nine mm -hmm. and then sort of like came up through the age groups we had we did have quite a successful sort of like junior career sort of like lots of lots of wins fair few trophies etc so that was good good would you say sort of equivalent uh, success to our beloved sort of team airhead um, age group 
um obviously they won you know the high peak trophy and uh um Cheshire county cricket league under 15s all that sort of stuff would you say that's a sort of equivalent um yeah. similar we we had we had some successes and some sort of like downfalls so i remember i think one year where we were under 15 we won all sort of like our um group stage matches and we went into the top league and didn't win a game and it wasn't because it wasn't because we weren't good enough. It was just we didn't play very well. Um, so I remember that. And then under 18s um, was a bit of a weird one because I I think it was about when I was 15 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing under 18s and they won the um, under 18s like Cheshire County League like cup. Um, yeah. But sadly, I got dropped for the final, which was uh, which oh. was fantastic. That sounds like a piece of Carl Burgess captaincy, if I've ever heard it. Well, if if he was (laughs) 10 years younger. (laughs) Um, So what would you say your earliest cricketing memory is? Uh, Other Um, than the ones you've said. I mean, I'm talking in in a game environment here, rather than just sort of playing playing on your granddad's uh, front drive. Probably, um, let me think. Probably one of the earliest memories was away at Cheevil Hume. Oh, what a, what a glorious place to play cricket! Yeah, and we were we were on the back pitch as a under eleven as well. So yes, uh, situated in a in a place where I know well the rugby pitches at Manchester Rugby Club. Yes, um, back there, I remember our wicketkeeper didn't turn up. Um, so I decided. Well, I put my hand up to uh, to keep wicket that day, and and did an all right job. I and think. The, re- the rest is history when it comes to your wicket keeping, clearly. Uh, yeah, it's probably best not to touch on it, really, but we'll go with it. <laughs> Very good. And uh, what would you say your best cricketing achievement is to date? Um, oh, not a clue. Uh, um, <laughs> and, uh, did, were, you, were, you, were you involved in promotion into the Prem? Yeah, yeah, I've been involved. Um, for I think two maybe I've also been in actually no I've been involved in one promotion and I think two relegations so uh so they sort of like outweigh each other the other two that come to mind was um scoring a hundred for the fourth team yes Um, and possibly it was a little bit of a weird one but when I was under 15s I scored a thousand runs in the season I, now, pro- probably from about 957 games of cricket. Um, uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it was actually about 100 games of cricket, just yeah. short of 100. Yeah. Um, but that that was all right. That wasn't. I I quite enjoyed that achievement. Something that's. Uh, no Mate, matter how many games you as a man, as a man who scored five runs on a Saturday last year, I mean everyone counts, don't they? So it doesn't matter how you get them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> is, that, is that actually how many you scored? Yeah, I mean, I think I batted three times, uh, just for the record. Um, but anyway, we're not here to talk about my absolute <laughs> lack of batting ability. Um, just to run through of your, your stats, um, as they are and play cricket, obviously they're not necessarily uh, all recorded. Uh, but from the ones we have available, uh, you have played 377 games for Macclesfield, uh, 325 innings, 69 not outs, uh, with 5,696 runs, the highest score of 100 not out, and you are currently averaving 22.25. Um, oh, that's, that's embarrassing. 
And, and the most important statistic that I hope I'm going to feature on with a lot of people is that you have 30 ducks. Um, although looking, in fairness to you, look at your last three seasons, you have one in three seasons. So that's, that's pretty disappointing. Um, Who was that against? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Um, uh -huh. Well, I, I probably could. Um, and much as I'm loath to talk about your, your bowling prowess, I'm just going to run, run through your bowling statistics, <laughs> which are 194.2 overs, which hopefully means that you lost a game bowling an over rather than won it. Um, you have 23 maidens uh, for 45 wickets for, with a best of three for 20. Um, and, and I really don't want to talk about your bowling anymore, but I, I feel like I'm probably going to have to uh, in, in due course. Um, fielding, 218 catches, 48 stumpings and 10 runouts. So, yeah, I think you've done a few. There's got, to be, more than, there's got to be more catches than that, hasn't there? Uh, 218 is what's recorded on play cricket. I mean, uh, you know, play cricket is is a bit of a minefield because the the longer you go back in the history books, oftentimes catches weren't actually put down and accredited. Yeah. Whereas, you know, now we know that we have to put them down or get fined and all that sort of stuff. Very um, true. So, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of talking on your stats. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sort of introduce a, a couple of things with everyone we speak to. And I think one of the two is to, just to run over a couple of games um, that you were involved in, um, uh, you know, and, and just discuss those for, for a bit of uh, walk down memory lane. The first one is um, a game that's actually last season. So this was on the 4th of May um, and it was against Bramall. Um, now, looking at play cricket, I believe we won the toss and elected to field, um, somewhat unsurprisingly. Um, and yeah, this is Bramall versus Macclesfield, obviously, first team. Um, firstly, what can you sort of remember about that game, uh, first innings? Um, I remember um, taking a catch off Craig. I stood at gully. Um, and I remember not being quite ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sort of like I turned, I turned around, and literally, I was about seven yards away from the bat. Right. And this guy just absolutely laced one, and somehow I kept hold of it. Um. So from the first innings, that's what I remember, and I remember my fingers just swelling up because I was far too close. Um, <laughs> well. So. I will, I will regale everyone with, with the game situation was that uh, Bramall batted first and scored 189 for nine off their 50 overs, um, setting Macclesfield obviously 190 to win. Um, you, uh, you had a little bit of a, an influence on the game, I think it's fair to say. Um, and yeah, I mean, what, what do you remember about the start of our innings? Oh, it, it went down the same road that the first few games had. Um, last season where we lost a lot of early wickets for, for not an awful lot really um, which was a it was one of sort of like a leading theme going through last year which was quite disappointing for us really but mm -hmm. um, I think well I think I was batting at number seven you were okay. indeed yeah so um, um, uh, Justin got one uh, Ports 26 Khalid zero uh ollie marson 13 and then wardy got 21 um which brought you and young miles bradshaw together at the crease uh, at six or seven respectively um with something like 110 115 runs required for for the win 
No, it's more like 130. Oh, was it? Right, okay. <laughs> good, good, good research, good research, Miles. Well done. <laughs> That, num that number goes up depending on how many beers you've had as well. Yeah, well, in your case, probably at least six yeah. too many. Um, yeah. yeah, so obviously you, you, and, you and Milo at the crease uh, with plenty to do. Yeah, definitely. I think it was, it was a good situation because me and, well, I think me and Miles felt that we had a bit of points to prove um, to start with. Um, but as well, I think it was one of those do you know almost when you feel like a game's going? Yeah, yeah. So th there's not an awful lot of pressure on you, and and sort of like you just you just play your own game rather than trying to do something for sort of like another purpose. You're literally playing for yourself, um, and you're saying. I, I remember saying to Miles, "Look, there's no there's no drama with what you do. Just just do whatever you want, really. Mm -hmm. Like if you." If you want to have a swing, have a swing. If you want to try and stay in and grit it out, do that. And uh, and that's that's what we ended up doing to start with. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I saw a bit of the end of that game because I think uh, from memory, I think the threes were at home that game and we pumped someone um, and then kind of were all over watching the end of the game. Um, and I think at the time, I think Miles was on sort of 25 odd, and I think you were approaching 50. Um, I think it's probably fair to say you were, you were more the aggressor in that uh, partnership. I mean, looking at the stats, you know, you, you scored 78 not out off 72 balls, um, nine fours, four sixes, and, uh, and Milo uh, got us over the line with with 39 off 61 with four fours um so yeah i mean when when you got closer to the to the total did your sort of attitudes change or what was the chat in the middle between you um a little bit it as soon as something as soon as you start putting a little bit of pressure on it um it does get a little bit more almost like nervy but i think we were saying to each other like there's we've got this far playing this way there's yeah. no point really changing it i think that was that was something um, big for sort of like me and Miles because I think quite a lot of times last year, especially batting at sort of like six, seven, eight, where we were for the majority of the season, um, we we were in situations where it was we were properly under the cost. Do you know what I mean? Where we were thirty for four, sure. uh, similar to this game, sixty odd for five, um, and I think sort of like having the mentality of play for yourself and, and just sort of like play a little bit freely. Um, I think that's, that's something that I want to bring in and it's something that I've spoken to Miles about since then. Mm. Um, and I think, I think it's important as well. Like if people play the way they want to play, you're more likely to succeed when you try and do something that's probably not, um, not your style. Um, you're probably more likely to to fail in that respect. Obviously, everything's built on sort of like a solid defensive performance as well, and you've got to pick the right moments to do it. Sure. Um, I, th but, I think um, touching on what you said there, I, I, I do remember sort of visibly being being able to see the sort of pressure ramping up, and, and I think it's fair to say a lot of that kind of manifested itself more in the way Bramall 
performed not so much necessarily with the bowling i i think there are a few loose balls and obviously just a lot of good shots you know if if you if you're scoring 78 or 72 and 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 clattering a load of boundaries you're obviously going to have to take a chance at some point but i do remember the pressure being very sort of palpable especially in the field and um and and you could really sense that the the pressure was ramping up on bramall as mistakes in the field happen which we all know happen you know it happens um pressure is one of those things that really seesaws but um i i definitely remember that day feeling like it was it was very much going in our favor and i think you know as you do you you often take these these games in little situations and and maybe you took it a chunk of runs at the time or or whatever but you know when you when you when you were you know an over to go before you knocked it off or whatever what was the what was the sort of feeling between you and Mars there um just not get out I think from what I remember I think we had a fair bit of time mm-hmm. um, to do it so I think it was it's, I, I always think as soon as you get to a stage where you're sort of in there needing 10 runs and at that stage we still had five wickets left um, like but you'd your mentality changes to right let's not get out um, See because all. yeah because you'd You've got to. All of a sudden, runs aren't a factor. Um, all of a sudden, you've you've got to do a bit of self-preservation a little bit. Um, I think actually, when we got to about needing ten to win, I tried to ramp their opening bowler, um, <laughs> which failed. Um, so d- taking your own advice and and switching into let's not get out mode. But I'm sure it was there to hit crosser. You you tell it to the judge. Uh, yes, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, very good, and, and needless to say, we did get over the line. Um, big win for the ones um, and start the season. You know, I'm sure that was uh, a good position to be in. Um, now, as I discussed earlier, I, I'm kind of loath to talk about your bowling, but I feel I, I need to for a couple of reasons. Firstly, um, just because it'll be quite amusing, and other other aspect is I do do want to just touch back on that big elephant in the room so you said earlier that your number of years playing at Macclesfield Cricket Club was uh, one now just just talk us through uh, the reasons for that um so I came back to Mac last year a couple of years before I went to Bollington Mm -hmm. um just for just for sort of like a couple of different reasons one one was sort of like a playing reason one was um because I did I wanted to sort of like just get away from my comfort zone ever so slightly. Um, Cause obviously playing at Mac since I was, I was very young, I didn't really know anything different. Um, so going somewhere else gives me an opportunity to sort of like find a new version of myself in a cricketing sense. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, everybody wants to test themselves and, and, and people that want to succeed at, at the highest level, you know, you've, you've got to take yourself out of your comfort zone occasionally. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think very understandable. Um, but yeah, I just want to touch on a, a particular game um, and not necessarily for your, your batting prowess in this, in this particular game. This was uh, Davenham versus Bollington. Um, and uh, from what I can see, Bolly won the toss and elected to bat. And uh, stuck 215 on the board, um, all out of 50 overs. Uh, yourself uh, chipping in with 17. But that's that's not what we're here to discuss, uh, uh, Crossley. We're here to talk about the second innings. So Dave and him, uh, were bowled out for 162 in 40 overs. Um, and looking at the bowling card, there are 
there's a one James Cross who features eight overs, one maiden, three for forty. Um, and I, I, I would love you to talk me through how this was one of the best bowling performances in the history of cricket. <laughs> um, well, I, I remember that day for a slightly different reason. I think if you, I don't know whether you've got it in front of you right now. I think I Andre, our overseas, got 120 odd. He uh, he did. He got. And, uh, let me let me just pull this up. Uh, he got 126 not out. Yeah. Uh, he he batted he batted very very well. I remember being very disappointed with the way that I'd batted because I was hitting it pretty well, and uh, I remember the game because I got well uh, a spinner dropped one short. And I went back to pull it um, and sort of like just thought, oh, I don't need to hit this. So just lobbed it up to deep square leg. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, was, it was one of those, do you know where you always, is it, well, it's always what ifs, isn't it, with batting, especially when you make a mistake. But um, if I just tried to hit it rather than trying to be sensible about it, um, but I do, I do remember that one. Um, and then onto the bowling, I remember it quite fondly because I think oh, it was, God. <laughs> I think it was uh, my first game back. I think it just been away on holiday, and uh, obviously, I was a wicket keeper. Um, and I, the lad that took over uh, from me, James Longhorn, had done, had done pretty well. Um, well, done really well actually. And I remember having a conversation with Rick um, that he'd like me possibly as a bowling option. Um, and I had the same sort of like reaction as you. I was like, what? <laughs> um, but in, in fairness, in the nets and stuff, I've always given Rick a, Rick a, bit, of, a bit of trouble. Um, I always remember playing him in sort of like games, even when Rick was at Mac, I remember bowling at him and he really struggled. Um, so I think, I think he always had that idea in the back of his head. And then uh, I got, I got the nod um, when, when they were, they, they were struggling, but I think they had a lad who was quite defiant on 40 odd. Um, uh, and I yeah. remember he Ollie was Gallagher. playing, yeah, he was playing Wardy pretty well. Um, and he's playing a couple of the other lads pretty well. So I think Rick went, right, have a go. And um, I remember the first couple of overs didn't go great. Um, <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> it, went, it went all right. It wasn't disastrous, but um, sort of like just, it was just getting the right field because obviously the, the way that I bowl um, relies a lot on good field setting. Um, because oh, yeah, you need nine men on the boundary. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but I think I think that was a big thing. And I remember Rick coming to me at the end of the second over and going, uh, "Right, take a blow." And I was like, "Just just give me one more. It'd be all right." <laughs> so some somehow he did. And um, so at some point during the over, I remember the lad who got forty up just looping one up to uh, mid off. <laughs> which was quite funny because he he had to go after me a little bit um but 
where we sort of gave him room to do that was quite clever. So I think he he ended up looping it up to Rick himself. Um, so that worked quite well. Very good. And, and then the other two, also unsurprisingly, other, all caught for the record. The other two, <laughs> trying to remember. I remember one of them being. Um, I can't remember whether one of them was actually an edge. I think he might have been a left-hander. I can't remember. Um, it, was but, caught, it was caught by Peter Henshaw, if that helps. Uh, he, he would be a slip fielder, yes. Oh, Jesus. So you've, you've um, hit someone off. That is a terrifying thought. Well, you can, you can ask a certain James Melrose about that as well. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the last one was uh, number 11, uh, Andrew Court uh, Yaksender. Yeah, I, I think he was quite close in. I, I, he might have even been at short leg. <laughs> I, I feel like you are ex, exercising a, a serious degree of poetic license here. So you're trying to tell me that you schnick someone off and then bounce someone out, right? No, he was at short <laughs> leg for the... Um, he, was, he wasn't at short leg for the bouncer, Jesus. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was just there for like a little bat pad, almost like a spinner. Um, someone being in there for a spinner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. He sort of edged it onto his pad, and it loops up. Oh, very good. Well, I'm 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 loath to continue talking about your bowling anymore because it's uh, it's just giving me a migraine. Um, so what I want to do is is move on to to the sort of final section, which again I think hopefully will become a, a recurring theme. We're uh, we're just we're just going to go for some quick fire questions here. Uh, so short and sweet answers, hopefully. Um, so nickname, uh, Crossy. Left or right-handed? Right-handed. Battle bowl. Uh, All rounder. <laughs> Very good. Uh, fielding... I'm, I'm captain. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, fielding position? Uh, gully. Test or T20? Uh, T20. Best cricketer you played with? Ooh. Um, oh, Matthew Sinclair. Uh, just tell us who he is. Um, he was my captain over in New Zealand when I went to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he scored a double ton in his test debut. Um, Very good. And he was he was a ridiculous player. Um, he'd retired from international cricket and was playing club cricket at the time. But just just wow. Right. Fastest bowler you face? Uh, probably a guy called Steve Smith when he was over in uh, in New Zealand. Okay. He's quite sharp. Messiest in the dressing room? Uh, me. Longest in the shower? Uh, oh, port sauce, sour, port sauce, sour. It's got to be sour. First thing on your plate at teas? Uh, oh, a sausage roll. Oh, talk to me. Uh, drink <laughs> of choice? Uh, anything. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Takeaway <laughs> of choice? Uh, probably pizza. Dance move of choice. Ooh. Uh, you see, I'm I'm partial to a to a bit of a drop every now and again. Um we, we are talking about dancing, not cricket, yeah? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably probably the good old uh, S drop. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm 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 fairly sure that 
we have had some foundation work done at the cricket club, but uh, I'm, I'm going to advise you against doing that uh, until I, I can confirm that. Um, three dream dinner guests, who are they? Oh, um, probably Peter Kay, because uh, he'd just be quite funny. Um, yeah. Probably go with someone like Flintoff, just for cricketing purposes, and he, and he looks like a good laugh as well. Yeah. Um, don't really know. It's a it's a tricky question that one. Probably go for someone rugby-ish then. Probably go for like stereotypical someone like Johnny Wilkinson, something like that. Oh, very good. So uh just just moving on to a few closing remarks. Um what are your what are your aims for the season if we get any cricket and and more moreover for the next season? Um my well, one thing I've always said is since becoming first team captain is I want to sort of like reinvent the club to the place it was a few years back um, where everyone sort of like enjoys playing cricket. Everyone enjoys the social side um, and really bring that club and team spirit uh, back to Macclesfield. Um, I think in terms of playing, it's going to be obviously the obvious ambition is to get back up into the Premier League. Um, Whether... Whether that is something that can be done this year or next, I'm not too sure. It depends on sort of like how certain people perform. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've got a very, a very good, wide, wide sort of like array of uh, juniors coming through. Um, some that are playing first team regularly, some that are playing second team and learning the trade. So that that stands in very good stead. Um, and as well, obviously me being a fairly young captain um hopefully sets us up for a few years and and it's sort of like a target of obviously getting back up to the premier league at some stage i haven't really put any dates whether it's going to be next couple of seasons or so mm-hmm. um with hope but hopefully something like that and and try and sort of like score lots of runs myself personally and just keep everyone happy i think that's that's going to be my main aim this year Um, which I think is something that obviously is a lot easier said than done, but I'd I'd like to think everyone at the net sessions that we've had, obviously before everything happened, um, that we've had a good atmosphere and everyone's been enjoying it. Um, And the the only other thing is sort of like have a very open environment where people can come and ask you questions. Sort of like if if something happens, they're they're entitled for a bit of reasoning, um, and I think that communication will come through uh, when we do start playing cricket. But at the same time, like you said, just be open and honest with people. Hmm. So you heard it here; it's an open door policy, although clearly not at the moment as we are in lockdown. And I should remind you of that both uh, legally and morally. Um, Crossy, I have to say it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, you are forever will be etched in the history books as being the first guest um any closing remarks from yourself before we wrap it up uh no no very very good and i enjoyed doing it um and yeah fingers crossed we get some cricket in this year and uh if not then i'll remain unbeaten for the full season <laughs> and, uh, as, as first team captain i'll take as a positive excellent Crossy, thanks so much for being on uh, on the podcast and we look forward to uh, seeing you soon.